0: I'm still a little mad I had to buy a whole kilo of the sherba
1: for today. <laughs> I mean maybe we could just like get one of these flower pots you have and just dump the whole kilo in there and just make a big old gourd of <laughs> mate. For,
0: for for those of you who are just joining us since we just started recording, um, so that's all of you. Um we're going to be doing a m- review of a mate at this episode obviously and we're going to be talking about tarawi spoiler alert but um i don't have or i didn't have tarawi in the house clark didn't have tarawi in the house so um i went to go buy some and usually when we do this and we go buy a sherba just for the review we're able to get really small packages like 500 grams or in some cases even smaller um but i so i go to the store where i usually buy my sherba and they only have kilo packages um which would be all well and good but um I don't know if I'm going to be drinking tarawi much after this review. Spoiler alert. Um, but yeah, it, it is what it is. It was cheap, but now I've got a whole kilo of tarawi. <laughs> um, I almost want to do like a giveaway or something, but it would probably cost me more to send it to someone than it would be to uh than than for someone else to buy it. It's, I don't know if we ever did a giveaway. It'd probably just like Venmo you six bucks and you can go buy yourself a kilo of tarawi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really not worth it to send anyone an open p- package of that we. Anyway, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, we got a little bit of follow up. Um, our good friend of the show Fabrizio wrote in, left a comment on the website asking us, talking about um, doing a live episode, um, doing like a live Q and A, or perhaps even doing like a like a bona fide live stream episode. Um, I know of a couple of podcasts that will actually record and stream the episode live while they were are doing it and then they will edit it and then post it for reels um it's a cool idea i like the idea of live streaming kind of the episodes and have live viewers or live listeners rather um it's not really in the plans right now one because the logistics of that just like getting that all set up the live streaming and stuff is not trivial um I, I, I theoretically know how to do it, but it's, it's just one more thing that I have to worry about. So for now, I think we're just going to stick with the recorded episodes. And then also, we don't get that many questions. <laughs> so doing a live q and I feel like wouldn't be very interesting because we would just kind of be twiddling our thumbs waiting for people to chime in. Um, but as we gain more listenership and we get more comments or, and questions every week... Who knows? Maybe we might consider it because I do like the idea a lot. Um, It's kind of got that, you know, it's cool, like radio show call in community yada yada feel to it. Um, But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. For now, I think we're just going to stick to this format. If you have questions, you can just email us mateguys.com. I do that wrong every time mateguys (laughs) at gmail.com or leave us a comment on the website com. although i will say it, if you want to get a hold of us email us because i only check the comments on the website once a week at best yeah same here um so but we but we both have the email set up on our phone um so we get push notifications if you email us so yeah um so thanks Fabricio. it is a good idea and i actually have sort of thought about stuff like that before um we, I mean we could do like a YouTube a live YouTube video. Um, that would be easier, but then converting the audio to a podcast and getting good quality audio and is it's just it's a whole nother thing. So maybe farther down the road we'll we'll reassess. but uh, for now, I think we're just gonna stick to our format the way that we've got it going. But thanks for uh, asking thanks for listening. and now. Onto the main event. <laughs> Taragui. <Teruguay. laughs> yeah. So, like I already said, we're going to be reviewing Taraui. Allegedly the most popular sherba in Brazil. Allegedly. 60% of Argentinos choose Taraui. Allegedly. Um, I did not see a source for that claim on the Las Marias website. Taraui is a sherba that comes out of the Las Marias conglomerate um so you by default you already know that it's from argentina um and it actually comes from which part of argentina clark corrientes corrientes which means currents or running water and a little little cool um tidbit that i learned um the name of corrientes because um, Corrientes isn't like a name. It, it, it's just a word. So the name of that area, because Corrientes is the city and the province. Um, but anyway, the name of that place, also the word Corrientes translated into um, Guarani is Tarawí. So if you are a Guarani speaker, the the region, the province of Corrientes is the region of Tarawí. And the capital of Tarawí is Tarawí. And the Sherba Tarawí is from Tarahui (laughs) Tarahui so I guess Tarahui Tarahui sounds uh cooler as a product than calling it corrientes I don't know that's kind of cool too yeah but I guess just because you know I don't think they they don't speak nearly as much Guarani Guarani in uh, in Argentina as they do Paraguay pretty much is really the place where they speak a lot of Guarani but so you know it
1: always sounds more exotic if it's a, a foreign language foreign language to a foreign language yeah well and it's so not even a, it's that, not even yeah. really
0: a foreign language because you know the the it's, tupi guarani people yeah <laughs> are from <laughs> that native area that. but you know <laughs> if you don't speak Guara, guarani i keep saying guarani that's how we pronounce it in portuguese but in spanish you say guarani i don't know how you say guarani in guarani but uh yeah anyway <laughs> long rant corrientes <laughs> tarawi they mean the same thing just in spanish or guarani um so that's the origin of the name Tarawí, um, which is what we're talking about. Sherpa Mate Tarahui. Whew. Okay. That was an interesting tidbit. That, that, that kind of went in circles a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like we said, Las Marias, um, mega conglomerate. They produce something like 40% of the mate that comes out of Argentina, something like that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and they and most of the mate that is exported from Argentina comes from Las Marías. They export something like four hundred thousand kilos. I think tons. Tons. Oh yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> 40, <laughs> That's yeah. a yeah. Nope. Uh, that's that's a big difference. Three hundred thousand tons. Three hundred thousand kilos. Yeah. Yeah. So they export a lot of a of yerb. They export a wow. Man, they export a lot of yerb. Good grief. So yeah. And I, get, I I I assume tarawí is a large part of that. Yo oh, yeah. Anyway, we're gonna take a look at the cut now. I've got some some loose herb, and we're looking at the cut. Um, the first thing I notice about the cut is that it's pretty brown.
1: Yeah, it's pretty brownish.
0: Uh, and uh, I I do believe this shadaba is unsmoked. Um, so when you smell it, it kind of just smells like uh like hay or alfalfa or i don't know it, it, i le, i am more partial to smoked argentine yerbs so i don't love the non-smoked or the lightly smoked kinds and this is allegedly pretty much non-smoked it, um,
1: it actually has a more of like a stale hay smell to it it's <laughs> like there's been mates where that like that smell like hay like just really pungent and this is kind of like just in the stale and interesting it. enough
0: i actually think it kind of smells like the inside of a brand new gourd a brand new mate it's kind of got that sort of huh. just dry, yeah, organic material
1: smell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit.
0: So, you know, yeah, the smells, you know, nothing to write home about. I don't think, I don't love the smell. The cut itself, um, it's got a good bit of um, palo, a good bit of stick. Um, they're really kind of like pretty small, almost like, they're almost like cut into little like cubes. Yeah. With a little bit of kind of longer stuff. Yeah, it's kind of varied, and then the you've got like this random stick. little, tiny but long, this like long, a toothpick, kind like of a thing. toothpick thickness, about an inch long, <laughs> and but the majority of them are like uh, I don't know, the th- like high, five millimeters thick, one centimeter long. That's roughly what we're looking at. Leaf cut, um, not super uniform. Kind of got um s- some bigger leaves, some smaller leaves, and pretty much every size in between. Yep. Yeah. Um, pretty. If you if you're familiar with uh, La Merced, um, La Merced is also produced by Las Marias, but I feel like uh, Las Mari or La Merced has a more even leaf cut. Um, but other than that, I think um, especially like uh, if you get the uh, Decampo, um, that Sherba I think yeah. is very similar to Tarawi. Just kind of Tarawi has a more uneven leaf cut. Um, yep. Just looking at it, there's just all kinds of differences between the largest leaves and the small leaves. And the other thing I'm noticing is that there's not a whole lot of dust in this one. Um, yeah, not really anything, which is interesting because, uh, that we actually does produce a, um, a low dust content variety. So I don't know. Uh, what, I mean, I guess there's <laughs> if a little bit. They take it out, but uh, they, they don't have much dust to begin with. No. Yeah. It's not really much to filter out. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna prepare a gourd, um, Clark. Why don't you talk about Las Marias and Tarahui just as a brand in, in general, and uh,
1: we'll get to we'll get to sipping. Okie dokie. Yeah, I was doing a little, little bit, little bit of studying of Tarahui of Las Marias before the episode. Um. So, so yeah, they uh, I found a, a source that talks a little bit about their. More or less detailed about how they grow their yerba. Um, so they said it says um, the production at Las Marias is verti- is completely vertically integrated, starting with either seed beds or cuttings from the most productive trees. These trees they're referring to yerba mate trees, elex Um Raw material is also sourced from vetted growers who are constantly monitored by company technicians, both at the farm and at the buying stations. Some highlights of innovation are the development of instant mate in 1964. Um, packing mate in tea bags in 1966. Development of high-density planting in 1973. So that's kind of where we started doing the plantations, I would assume. Um... Mechanical harvesting, 1981. Um, so that would probably be referring to um, harvesting. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Because uh, most uh, most it, places it, that I know still harvest their shed but by hand. Yeah,
1: still just workers that go out and do it by hand. So uh, I don't know. Interesting. I'm going to kind of look into that more.
0: Does it talk about the, uh, the Matelisto? Um,
1: yeah, it says um, in 1992 was when they first made the. Uh, it's called it's the Taragui Mate Listo, and uh, it's that one with like the the plastic bombia, isn't it? Yeah, or it, it like it's like, like a, a plastic cup and plastic <laughs> cup little <laughs> plastic water
0: bottle that keeps the water hot for like 15 minutes, <laughs> and then the little plastic bombisha. If you've ever um. If you've ever, if you've ever bought the plastic the white plastic bombichas from goyurbamate.com, those are actually the same bombichas from the Mate Listo kits. Oh yeah, goyourmate actually buys oh. them from Las Marias alone. So oh, that's oh. an interesting little tidbit.
1: Interesting. Um. Oh, so this one you're. Oh no no it's another one you you didn't talk about, but um they have um another. Uh, variety of yerba called relax relax um which has elex dumosa dim- yeah which is i guess doesn't have caffeine but it's like a cousin of the of the the, the yerba, yerba mate plant yeah um i wonder if
0: uh if elex dumosa tastes the same and it just doesn't have any caffeine because i know like elex vomitoria like tastes pretty different which one is that um
1: is that oh gosh because um, there's guayusa uh, yeah and there's the um one that grows in texas oh so elex um vomitori is yaupon yaupon okay yeah 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 yeah, yep, yep. yeah 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 but so yeah i
0: know yaupon tastes pretty different than mate even though they're mm-hmm. cousin plants yeah i've only had it once and it tasted pretty different and that is the only um elex or the the only caffeinated like plant tea that is native to north america right mm-hmm yep because there's there's not exactly. that there aren't that many natural sources of caffeine um no. and the majority of them are not native to north america like with the with the exception of the vomitoria or mm. yaupon right exactly
1: mm. oh okay so it says um forty thousand tons are exported from las marias oh okay that's annually. still that's still a, a lot so that's out of the three hundred and ten <laughs> tons they produce. I mean like that's that's a pretty decent chunk of everything they produce. Yeah, that's like uh it's almost one fifth.
0: Yeah. Wow. Dang. And I mean <laughs> they're producing a lot and they're exporting a lot. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and I'm drinking this right now. And it's definitely smooth. Um we drank, well, last, last, last time was when we did Guayaquil traditional, um, and one of our major complaints against Guayaquil traditional was that it was kind of astringent, kind of harsh at the beginning. Instantly, like, Tarawi is very smooth at the beginning. Um, I've heard a lot of people complaining it has kind of a chemically taste. Um, I've heard other people say that it has, like, a sort of a rubber taste. And I think I can see where they're coming from. Um, it is smooth. It is, you know, has a. Ha, it's actually not bad. I I like it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Um, but yeah, it does kind of have a little funk at the end. Interesting. Hmm. Not. I don't really. I can't really tell if I like it or not. That that kind of funk at the end, just because I haven't had thatawi in so long. I, the, I first had thatawi like. I swear maybe 6 years ago. It's a long time ago. Um So we'll see I I'm going to have to keep drinking it a little bit um but maybe maybe I maybe I will uh decide whether or not um I like that kind of what some people have described as a chemically aftertaste. I don't th- I wouldn't call it chemical. I don't know. I mean ugh. what's a chemical aftertaste, right? What is a <laughs> chemical taste? I mean water's a chemical. Anything's a chemical. So what's a chemical taste? I can like maybe they're trying to say like an artificial aftertaste like an artificial sweetener aftertaste. I definitely don't get that yet. I that's not what I would say. I w- I would say it's closer to like the rubber taste. Um if you've ever like bitten chewed on the rubber end of your of your pencil, the eraser. Yeah, it kind of has a little bit of that. I don't know. I'm gonna to have to drink a few more, drink a little bit more to really be able to tell. But uh, Clark, why don't I pour you a gourd? I just finished my first one, um, cool. and then I will let you see what you think about that. Let me just pour it to you. Alrighty. Take a sip of that. Anyway, um, we're drinking the uh, tharawi, the red one, which is the traditional, normal. Like we said, it's got stick. They do make a without-stick variety, that's the blue bag, um, it's kind of a dark blue, um, and we're drinking that in a, in one of my, I think it's my oldest Argentine-style gourd, um, it's just kind of a traditional black Argentine-style gourd with a metal ring on top, and drinking it with a uh, a spring-style bombisha, um, the kind that you can actually open and close the spring, um, not the kind that with the thick spring. Um, that's just what we're drinking out of, so... I, ha- I have thought about, you know, maybe when we're doing these reviews that we should drink the Sherba in a glass gourd, but I don't know. I Yes, that is the way to kind of tell the pure taste of the of the yerb, but I feel like at the same time, you almost never actually drink it in just a glass. I mean, there are people
1: who do, but I feel like... It wouldn't be a fair assessment of, of how the yerba would be if you're actually drinking it at home in your Normal calabash gourd. Yeah.
0: So, or your wooden gourd that right. will also alter the taste. And I mean, yeah, there, you know, there, there, there is a larger segment nowadays that is drinking out of ceramic or gore or glass, rather. But I don't know. I, I still just prefer to just try the sherbas, the sherbas just normally, you know, just normally how I would drink them. Cause I don't know. If I really don't like it in the glass gourd, but i like it in the calabash gourd because the calabash gourd kind of alters the flavor you know well which is more fair i only really use my glass gourds for (laughs) for you know usually um just because glass heats up um and i don't like it that much i I will drink hot mate in my glass gourd sometimes but i don't love to do that but so anyway yeah that's so while since this is an older argentine style gourd maybe some of the stuff we're talking about, the taste profiles, could be coming from the gourd. I think it is still a fair way to kind of judge an herb, even though it's not you know a hundred percent purely just the taste of the herb that we're we're that we're really getting. You know. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what'd you think?
1: I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, it was kind of the opposite of what you experienced. I don't know. It, I felt like right away at my first sip was instant like sour rubberness and then it kind of faded off into like bitter like argentine you know classic bitterness but i don't get, i don't get any sourness at all I got, I got it was like a sour and then like turned into a rubbery flavor Hmm.
0: i really uh. don't get any sourness at all mm. I, I definitely get the rubber see people have told me that it has a rubber aftertaste I think it just has a rubber taste. I yeah, don't it think has, like, a, right at the front of I my don't mouth, think, I get that. I don't think there's any rubber... I don't think there's any after No, about that <laughs> rubber taste. I think it's, it just kind of tastes like rubber.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, at first, like, my first few sips, I was just kind of... I don't know, I felt like the flavors were just kind of bouncing around and weren't really... Like uh, rubber, boing. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, like, it felt weird. But, I don't know, I'm not not a really huge fan. I would probably never buy a yeah, I mean,
0: it's okay. I don't mind it. I think I I think I actually like it better than guayaki traditional. Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah. You think you like it better than guayaki? I thought I thought <laughs> I thought you seemed to like guayaki traditional. I don't know. I mean, that's we're not going to we're not going to say, "Oh, it's better than this, it's worse than this." I just just kind of thinking aloud, but mm, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I you really get like a like an astringency? I don't taste any astringency at all. I just get a mouthful of rubber. It is it's I'm trying to th- describe it other than it really just tastes it's like kind of a a hot eraser. <laughs> um no, but I mean it does it does have some of those kind of traditional grassy Argentine tastes. But there is there is kind of something it's almost masking it. Yeah. Like, Like, it's got just this overarching rubber Uh overtone that almost, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it prevents me from enjoying it, because I I, I do like this, like I said, I like this more than I thought I was going to. I don't love it,
1: though. I really don't love Tarawi. I mean, like, this doesn't really stray too far from my first experience with tatagui. the only other taragui i've ever had is the vitality version which is like meant for americans so it's no palo no dust super even leaf cut and it mm-hmm. like it was just like really bitter and salty to me mm. and this one like is better but not by much yeah uh, i'll have another t- a garter too and and we'll see if if it kind of changes you know once it kind of gets washed out a little bit if that if that helps.
0: Yeah, cuz I mean obviously I mean Clark and I neither of us are the hugest fans of Argentine. I think we've we've previously kind of made it pretty clear that Argentine was our least favorite style, but I do enjoy like Rosamonte. I like Rosamonte a lot. I just bought a kilo of um the Rosa Especial. I just bought a kilo of that cuz I like it so much um But yeah, this stuff this stuff actually reminds me quite a bit of Cruz. Um, I think Cruz is is also a non-smoked kind of funky style leaf cut, like Tarahui. I don't th- Cruz isn't made by um, Las Marias, but I feel like it's not that different. I think um, I don't I don't remember Cruz having as much of the rubbery taste, no. but it still has that kind of just. Kind of flat alfalfa, unsmoked Argentine style flavor that I don't—I I, I just don't really love. Um, there's just a whole category of kind of unsmoked Argentine mates that I really just—I I prefer not to buy them. <laughs> I'll drink them, you know, if someone makes them. But yeah, I think tarawí really does fall into that um, that category, which is weird because I always thought tarawí was kind of more smoky.
1: I feel like I've seen people be like, oh, I love Tarawi, It has a great smoky flavor. But eh, I don't know. It, I it, mean, I, maybe they drink a lot of smoky mate in there in whatever gourd they're using. But, I mean, you've drank a ton of rosa in this one, so <laughs> I'm not really yeah, good really no, at yeah, smoke. <laughs> exactly. I've
0: drunk a lot of rosa in this one. I've even drank, like, Canadias in that gourd um, and, like, Paraguayan. I've even used that gourd for Terere. Um so yeah, I'm. I'm really not getting any smokiness at all. Just kind of
1: alfalfa, hay. Yeah, the rubber the eraser. R- <laughs> the rubber eraseriness is starting to fade a little bit, and um, it's starting to be a little bit more favorable to my palate. Are you still getting the astringency that you said you were getting? A little, a little bit. Just a,
0: little, a little bit. bit. Hmm. Yeah, I thought it was really smooth. I really didn't feel any astringency, but I yeah, I think we're both agreeing that there is a definite
1: rubber component to that. I mean, astringency, you're, you're referring to sour. Sour, correct. Yeah. Okay. This wasn't like a bad sour. I don't know. It was, it was weird. It's like, it's more like a, I felt it in my mouth, not one that like kind of like kicks you in the tongue, if that makes sense. Mm. Like, like Waikiki like really was like, boom. Like... Like, S- taste, Ugh, like oof. tasted like someone had like, put like lemon in there. Rough, but yeah, no, this wasn't like it wasn't terrible, but it's just like the 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 slightest astringency and then like rubber. Right. So, no, I'm mean, I'm getting more of those classic grassy tones that you would expect from an Argentine, from an unsmoked Argentine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because to me,
0: when you get a good smoky sherba from Argentina, like the grassiness and the hay and the alfalfa, like I feel like those are kind of like your base flavor, but then they have this wonderful smokiness that dances on top that brings complexity and really like makes me want to drink more. It's sort of like eating food that's not salty, you know? Like that – not maybe not salty, but that lacks salt, that lacks seasoning. Like if you've ever had – if you've ever had pasta that was cooked in water that wasn't salted i think that's a good um kind of metaphor because pa- the, the taste of pasta is good it's that nice you know rich kind of you know the, the flavor of semolina it's that kind of bready you know pasta flavor but if it's cooked in not salted water it doesn't get that necessary seasoning that really kind of brightens that flavor and makes you want to eat more of it. Um, It just kind of tastes flat and it really just kind of tastes like you're eating spoonfuls of flour, you know? So I I feel like that's kind of, for me, that's how I feel like when I'm drinking unsmoked Argentine style. It's like that pasta that just wasn't cooked in salted water. Mm -hmm. And this is a pro tip. If you ever make pasta, please salt your water. That is a big no-no. And if you ever go on chopped, they will ding you for it. (laughs) <laughs> i'll remember that for next time i make pasta yeah who knows you have you been salting your water do you salt your water when you make pasta do i make pasta <laughs> who
1: knows i mean you really have
0: to you really should be putting like quite a bit of salt like your your water should taste like you should be able to taste the salt in your water when it
1: should, you, it basically just get some water up from salt lake just it <laughs> in. Uh, yeah. Stir it not not first <laughs> not that salty it doesn't have to be like ocean water but okay. you should be able to taste Pretty.
0: your salt in, in when you make pasta okay Good to know. Good to know. Anyway, yeah, that's just what I feel like. To me, I feel like I'm eating pasta that wasn't cooked in salted water. It's like the base flavors there, and it's all good, but it's just like I, it's I, lacking. It's just lacking. It tastes flat. That's mm-hmm. that's what all unsmoked Argentine Sherbas have tasted to me. Yeah. um yeah. I, I I must make the distinction Argentine sherba because Paraguayan sherba that is unsmoked is usually aged for two years in wooden barrels and therefore takes on a whole different flavor profile but argentine sherba that is unsmoked is oftentimes quick aged and you know it's so they're they're basically drying it letting it go basically stale you know letting it lose the chlorophyll and then they'll kind of use like a little bit of heat and blah 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 to kind of Simulate an aging process to make it kind of more mellow and kind of round out and trying to develop a little bit of complexity of flavor. But... Yeah. Without, without smoke or without like a a woody element, I just feel like it tastes flat. And then, you know, obviously the, the shimahong side is usually non-smoked, but it's just so green that it carries those chlorophyll and those bright, you know, floral, herbal tones that comes from a completely green leaf versus Argentine unsmoked, which is just kind of the flat dry leaf that hasn't had anything happen to it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So,
0: yeah, I don't know. I'm going to have one more. I'm going to have one more to really kind of give it the the true judgment that it needs. I mean, obviously, if we were really going to do, like, a serious review, we would both go, and we would drink it for, you know, a liter or two, let it really go through, let it start to to you know wash out the flavor and then we have lots of time to sit and think but eh, i don't know
1: i don't feel like drinking this one a whole lot <laughs> seriously maybe, maybe, maybe next time maybe yeah
0: it's either that or we have an hour of us just passing a gore back and forth going mm, yep mm, mm. yeah it's a little different yep mm, Yeah. Mm. and i feel like that would get incredibly <laughs> boring really quick i mean i guess we could talk about other stuff but i don't know we could just, like, shoot the breeze, but I kind of wanted to make the, the, the bulk of the actual podcast about, you know, mate. So, yep. But I feel like three rounds of a gourd is uh, is enough. I, f- I, f- I feel like this one almost, like, coats the inside of my mouth.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still, like, kind of feeling with my tongue. It's just, like, kind of left yeah, up Yeah, it almost, like, leaves my mouth sticky. Like,
0: it really does, like, take, it's like, it's like chewing on an eraser that just happens to taste like mate. Hmm. Like an eraser flavored, or a mate flavored eraser. <laughs> like, if you've ever had, like, one of those scented erasers, it's like if you had a mate scented eraser and you chewed on it, I feel like this is what Tarahui tastes like.
1: Why do 60% of the population choose tarawi? I have no idea. I don't. I, maybe it's just the fact that they'd like just put so much. I don't know. Like they just put sugar in it. And so they like don't really. That's need. true. I wonder if we put sugar in this, would it be better? Maybe. Do we want to get. No. I guess this I, calabash. I, no, I, have I, a, I have a
0: rule about putting sugar in my calabash cords. Yeah,
1: no, that's not a good idea. I also <laughs> kind of
0: have a rule about putting sugar in my mate. I will never put sugar in my mate. Um, the only time I ever drink uh, sugar, sugared or sweet mate, mate dulce, is when other people make it. I mean, it's not a hard and fast rule. I have made sweet mate, but I, I try to not do it just because I don't like it, really. It's not and I don't really want to m- infuse that gourd with sugar because I like that gourd. Yeah.
1: You yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't go, want it to go to waste. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a quick way to ruin your gourd is drink a lot of sweet mate in it. Because yeah, if you don't wash it out real well, it starts to get funky. At least in my experience of
1: knowing people have done it because <laughs> I've never done it personally. I've, I mean, like in Argentina, like there's a way to cure your gourd with sugar, right? And that's like kind of your mate, per, yeah. or like reserved for mate dulce, right? And then you have your other normal ones, yeah. But I don't have one like that because it's just not, mm hmm. All right, so we've had three each, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was about the same, it's it about the same, yeah. yeah. I mean, I will say this, I will say this, um, the flavor. Like six six rounds, basically. In the flavor has not changed much, um, so I think that it, it would last really long. Yeah. Um, I think you could you could put a lot of water through it, and it would retain its flavor for quite a while. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, it does have a very nice kind of robust flavor. It's just a very robust, unsmoked grassy flavor, which is a flavor that I really don't like. So a robust flirt, a robust version of a flavor I don't really like does not make it any better. Um, but I think if you like you know, unsmoked Argentine yerba, I think you would like tarahui. Um if you can get over, or if you like the kind of the, the more rubbery components of it well, it's not hiding that, it's really a strong, like, right there in the front like, there's something different about this, so that is kind of unique, you know, it's got that really strong rubber component I don't like it, maybe a lot of other people do maybe that's why it's so popular um, but yeah, so I mean, but, but the thing is you have to try tarawi. Taroui is so ubiquitous, since it is, uh, allegedly, the most popular sherba in Argentina. Like, you have to try it if you're into mate, you know?
1: Yeah, just do it once in your life. Just just give it a try.
0: Hopefully, you don't have to buy a kilo package mm-hmm. to try it, though, because I don't know what I'm going to do with the rest of this kilo.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't invite me over again to drink the, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the My first reaction, my initial reaction to this stuff, like, wasn't the greatest, Kind of change after the second one, but still, like... It grows on you a little bit. A little bit, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, if you prepare a quart of it, like, I'll drink it. That's no problem, but... Yeah. Yeah, you're stuck I will with say that, I will
0: say this. I really like the packaging. The packaging is pretty the sweet. The packaging is it's really pretty,
1: nice. Yeah, it's really... Uh, you can well, they, the packaging. They changed... I've noticed that with a lot of uh, Argentine brands, they're changing the, the packaging to be right. more... Um, Oh, of, what? Uh, like it's, it's more it's more like an industrial it, it still is made out of paper but it's like really it's sealed like, well yeah yeah it's really like good and it's like kind of a shiny paper so yeah. it like looks nice and
0: yeah 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 whereas if, if you have bought like i know um uh cruise has done the same thing as well mm-hmm. whereas if you bought cruise you know a couple years ago like i remember in the store like if you shook it or if you like squeezed it like bits of leaf would come out the sides cuz it wasn't sealed 100% you know it was literally just like a taped paper bag basically yeah that that so. that
1: would happen to me like quite a bit actually with um la tranquera yeah. Like I I I Tran- a lot Tranqueras, of that stuff.
0: Tranqueras changed their packaging too. Oh really? Yeah. Oh sweet. It's it's like a it's like a plastic bag now basically oh. or like I don't think it's plastic but it's kind of the same thing where it's like a okay. it's kind of a waxy paper that's like 100% like crimped and sealed at the oh, top. Oh good, good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I need to get me some of that.
0: Yeah, I feel like um, Rosamonte is is kind of the big one that has not changed their packaging yet. Like they still are doing the kind of where it's just basically they fold down the the flaps of the paper and then put a sticker on top yep <laughs> which is, is fine but you know if you shake
1: it if you hold it up and down and shake it leaves will come out that, that's not, that's how canadius is right yeah, yeah. canadius does that yeah um and there's all that and all the that, leaf matter yeah. on the shelf yeah when you
0: get it. and that's how that's how like all of the sherba used to be but yeah all the argentine ones they're kind of changing that packaging and i wonder if that has to do with the uh with the whole stamp trademark seal of Argentina thing that they've done with mate
1: could be I yeah. don't know yeah or maybe they're just you know maybe they're seeing the awesome packaging from Brazilian that is true erva and, and they're and they want to kind of catch up yeah maybe they're never gonna get to that point though <laughs> vacuum pack like those vacuum pack, vacuum pack seal, seal packages breaks. are just like yeah but I mean honestly there's no reason to vacuum seal uh, yeah Argentine
0: Sherva. you're not gaining anything out of it except that's for a cooler true. looking package <laughs> <laughs> that's true yep. All right. Well, I think that's it. Um, try Tarawí if you haven't. It's an, it's an icon. You you know you have to try Tharaui. Um You might not like it. And yeah, that's okay. I don't really care. I don't blame <laughs> you. I can see why why someone wouldn't like it. I can see why someone would like it. But I can see why. I can see why forty percent of Argentina chooses something else. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and uh, so yeah. Um, So thanks for listening. Tune in next time. Uh, Subscribe to us if you are an iTunes listener. Leave us a review if you are one of the aforementioned iTunes listeners. And uh, we'll uh, catch you next time. A douche.